that money is being invested and it's growing inside the account. And if you have a match, that match is it's adding on to it, right? So you shouldn't yeah. leave money on the table. Welcome back, folks. This is episode 20 of, ooh, we're moving right up on there, man. Episode yeah, 20, man. it's about your paycheck. Check out the sign. And what's up, Wall? How you doing today, sir? Man, happy Thursday. I'm good. Man, bro, it, we're almost in the in the at the end of the first quarter of 2024 already, man. Yes. It feels like it just got here, and it's like a, a quarter of the way yeah. almost done. And it's just like time is time wastes for no one. I know I keep saying yeah. that, man, but man, time is of the essence, sir. How are you, man? And, yeah, agreed. No, agreed. And as we get old, it's something like age. It just I don't know what it does. The human experience as we get older, time flies. Maybe we're in the matrix. Maybe it's just all a, a game. But it just it, it's great because like I'm 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 doing some planning out, and I'm like, yeah, oh man, that's got to be in July. And I'm like, damn, I feel like July is far, but it's not far. And not, it, it, the it's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy. Is the time of it all? And yeah, folks, you know, today we're talking about four hundred one k. Speaking of time running out, <laughs> right? <laughs> Appropriately so, some retirement planning is appropriate. And, you know, actually, there's a there's a fun fact about 401k. They say that if you start saving young, like 20 years old, you know, if you start full-time saving in a 401k plan or IRA, IRA is an independent retirement account. A 401k is usually through your job. You get, you know, your W-2 employee and you, it's a, a benefit that they offer you or access really to, to, to this account. And, you know, it, it's for retirement. Anyway, the fun fact is if you start saving at 20, you know, the, the, the mathematicians, all the, the finance folks say that you could be a millionaire by 40, you know, you could have saved them, saved and in a 401k have amassed, earn, you know, uh, uh, I can't say saved, but or earned, but have grown this account to yeah, a million dollars, right? Yeah, I don't know all the numbers. Was that contributed? You could have could right. contributed or put away, you know, a million yep. dollars. Yep. yep. We'll get into the, the a little bit more of it after our, our news update. Yeah. So let's, let's do our pay news update. This episode is presented by Time Track Go, the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. In addition to the unique graphical employee time card that helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, TimeTrack Go is excited to announce it's now compatible with QuickBooks Desktop, providing effortless data transfer and reduced errors. TimeTrack Go will not only save you time and money each week, but the easy to understand user interface and the ability to turn an ordinary tablet into an employee time clock will get you and your team up and going in just minutes. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's T-I-M-E-T-R-A-K-Go.com. Or call 888-321-9922. Let's go. Mine is quick. It's actually based on the, a news piece that Walter shared with me earlier today. We're constantly like sharing stuff back and forth and prepping for the show. And it's really just kind of caught my eye and, and or ear rather about a stat that this one outlet threw out. It was 80. Apparently, AI is going to replace up to 85 million jobs 
in the in the next year. I forget the time frame that they said. 2025. And they just go by 20. Dang, that's next year. That's next year. Yeah. You, you know, and um, I don't say so, it to be scared. I What's up? One of my friends okay. who actually works for one of the biggest accounting firms, they're already experiencing that at their job where they laid off a bunch of admin staff. Oh, wow. And, and told them because we have AI. That's crazy. And then they won't tell. Well, I guess they have to. They have, they to, have be to be honest. honest. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's you know, a co- it brings a couple of things up, right? Like, one, there's a site that folks are talking about on TikTok a lot. I don't know what the site is right now. It's a government site about, like, when a company is, is, is going, is planning, pre planning a layoff, they have to file that with the government. Like, they have to, it's like, pu- mm-hmm. it has to become public knowledge. Yes. I don't know what the criteria is. I should find this all out. We should really know all this, but I don't know what the criteria is like to mandate the the notification or whatever. But, you know, basically you can go check this out. You know, what TikTok is saying is like, don't be surprised. The information is there. Go to this website and you'll see if your company is planning a layoff. Right. So that's one thing. Be mindful so, of that. Right. Go, go yeah, find that. You found it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's on the the US Department of Labor.gov. You have to you okay. can find it through okay. there. It's called it's called Warn W A R N data database. That's it. And yep. and and that's that stands for go. the Worker Adjustment and Retaining Notification Act. And it requires employers over 100 or more employees to provide at least 60 calendar days advance written notice of plant closing or mass layoff. Does it say like, does it, does it tell you who has to do that? Like why, you know, all, okay, all yes, employers over a hundred, but mm-hmm. nothing else, no other, no other legalese or nothing kind of, we have to read, Maybe. we would have to read the, the act and the see. read through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, there it is Warren, right? Go look at it. And it, it, so I only, <laughs> no pun intended. I only warn you because. <laughs> If you don't see your company and you get laid off, it might be because of that. All these government things, it's all legal things and loopholes and whatever. So, anywho, that's a good outlet to go kind of be informed, see if your company is planning a layoff. But in the second piece of it, on this show, we believe to invest in yourself, right? Continue education, continue learning, either through reading, absorbing, listening, whatever it is you do, whatever your learning medium is, keep doing it because when those layoffs come, you'll be prepared, right? Maybe you won't get laid off because maybe you raise your hand and say, well, I know how to work AI. Hey, you know, AI is coming. Great. I know how to, I know how to prompt and I know how to do this and I know how to machine, you know, so if you're already preparing yourself now, then you have opportunity to keep work or find new work very quickly, right? If you're yeah. kind of preparing yourself. I think that at our levels in HR and, and payroll, we got a ways to go still, right? Because, you know, I think at the practitioner level, you become the person that deals with the AI and be, you become yeah. the in-between. Yeah, maybe we lose team members, maybe the junior, you know, some entry level or juniors may have to retool and relearn and, you know, do some other things. I think for our work, I think we're still a ways off for that, even though that 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 article was talking about how like bachelor degree people are going to be the most impacted. Maybe if you're just coming out of college right now because you're still at entry level, you know, 
I think, yeah, I, I mean, shoot, it, one of the shows we were talking about how they're hiring without bachelors and without degrees now. So, yes. you know, I kind of took that with a grain of salt. Like, all right. I can go down a rabbit hole with that because I have an idea of why okay. companies would want to do that. Go um, for it. For, yeah. For the, for, for the bachelor it. piece. It's because, think about it. If somebody has a bachelor degree, they usually, in most cases, get paid a little bit more than somebody who doesn't have sure. a degree. Sure. Right? Ho- hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And so what happens hopefully. is, what happens is, is that in those, in those situations, maybe the companies might be like, Hey, we can save money. If we got rid of that part of the workforce, have AI do their piece and just keep the juniors to just kind of do maintenance. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Because that same article said, if you have a high school diploma, you're, you're less impacted. Yep. You know, so it's it's weird, you know, at the end of the day, folks, empower yourselves and keep investing in yourself. Keep learning, keep going, keep growing. Right. Yeah, that's enough for my my spiel. You got a we nice talk, article talk for about us that. to share, right? Yeah, we can go on and on. Yeah, exactly. We should probably do a show about AI, honestly, more about it. Especially no, we, we keep talking up. about it. I mean, I think, yep, I think we, we keep talking about it. I think that'll be a good, maybe we could find a guest or something like, like you know, that's that. I don't know. They, yeah. they talk a lot about AI. I mean, I'm sure we can do it ourselves too, but it'd be nice to get a third, you know, some some opinion, some outside opinion. But anywho, so, what do you got for us today, sir? Man, so oh, I found this oh, interesting I was just, I found this interesting article. I saw it on TikTok or social media the other day, and so I Ooh. did some research. And it, Wendy's, like, it came out that Wendy's was thinking about doing dynamic surge pricing. Basically, what surge pricing is, for those of you that don't know, it's like also known as dynamic or on-demand pricing, right? Or demand pricing. It's a pricing mm-hmm. strategy where businesses adjust the prices of their products or services based on demand, typically during peak hours or when demand is high. Mm-hmm. And so the goal mm-hmm. with that is to balance supply and demand by encouraging consumers to adjust their purchasing behavior. So what that would mean is that during those busy times, if Wendy's actually went through with this, they actually came back out and said, hey, we're not doing that. You know, sorry, you know. Oh, really? Sorry. Yeah, because people got really? mad about it. Like, yeah, like people got upset about it. Like, this is this is this is highway yep. robbery. Like, yeah, so basically. Going. Yep. So yeah. So, so what would happen is that during lunch, during the lunch hour, the lunch rush, the prices at Wendy's would increase. And so you instead yep. of paying the normal price, let's say ten dollars a meal, you might have to pay fifteen, twenty yep. to run lunch. Twelve, yeah. You know, you yep. have to pay a, a a little bit more for the for the meal, and that would kind of dissuade yep. people from going to Wendy's so much if they did that. Now, sure I'll give would. you a. I won't go through all the different industries or the different notes that I have here, but I'll just give you the different type of industries that use this type of things like Uber, Lyft. Traffic, that already use surge, yeah, because yes, there are companies that use surge pricing already. So it's not yeah. like foreign, but Wendy's was trying to be the first food service to do it. Yes, that yes. that that messes with our paychecks. That's not cool. Yes. So the hospitality industry, hotels and airlines, they often adjust their yeah. their prices based on seasons. So you know during the holidays, like why is my why is it why is airfare so much mm-hmm. more? Because everybody's trying to travel during the holidays, so they increase it. Entertainment and events, ticket sellers, sporting events, 
they increase like Super Bowl. That's why the Super Bowl tickets are so much more oh, gosh than the regular oh, tickets. My gosh. Or, the bleacher or, sheet is like two thousand dollars. It's crazy. Yeah, or like I went to a couple of Miami Heat games. I love going to Miami Heat games when I was when okay. I used to live in Florida. Why? And I just love it. Just I love the arena. Or yeah, yeah, I love the arena. Oh, you know, okay. I love, I love, nice. I love Miami Heat's my team, right? But I, I okay. noticed that the, the 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 ticket prices are different when the Boston Celtics come to town versus when the te- another on team the teams. That's right. Time comes to town, like the yep. tickets adjust. Yep. Right, because it's in, you're paying for that entertainment, so more people want to get in when a mm-hmm. high profile team is coming to yep. play our boys. Delivery services do the same thing. DoorDash, Grubhub. So, like, if there's a sporting event yeah. or something like that going on and you want to order, like, the delivery fees may be a little bit higher. They may add a little bit more to yes. the price of stuff, right? And then some utility companies do the same thing, which is which I found interesting because I didn't know that utility companies do that as well. Mm-hmm. And they say that some may even more may even implement that surge pricing for electricity or water during high peak hours. It's just crazy, man. So do your research. You can go to websites like Harvard Business Review, MIT Sloan Management Review, and other academic databases to find out more information about surge pricing and how it may affect you on your day-to-day life. Interesting, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's all That's all I've been hearing about is Wendy's with that surge pricing deal. <laughs> yeah. Wendy's had to walk it so back. They, 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 so they walked it back. That's they that's walked smart, it back though. ASAP. That's smart, because look, because, yeah. they, they were trying to do it because they were struggling anyway. So now people ain't coming at all. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just not going to go to Wendy's, you know. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah. Speaking What's, of saving money, yeah. this is, so we talk, so again, we're talking about 401k. And again, if, if, if for those of you who don't know, 401k is a product that is, is offered by our employers to save money as a retirement plan. You don't have to do 401k. You can do an IRA outside. You can do Robinhood and invest directly. You could, there's a multiple, there's a a variety of choices to invest Mm -hmm. in. You know, as we say on this show all the time, right? We're not saying what to invest in. We're just saying it's good to invest. You should invest and you should diversify your investments. You should have 401k. You should have a Robinhood account. You should have an IRA. You should have all these things and for different reasons, but that that's, that's for you to go out and get hungry about it. Go research it. We're talking about 401k today and it is Mm -hmm. an easy, cool tool, especially if you're just starting out. If you're like, well, I don't know what to do. 401k is a great product to do that because it's a it's a plan. It's a popular type of retirement savings plan in the United States offered by many employers. It has several key benefits that make it attractive option for employees looking to save for retirement. Right. And one of the easy things they have like an easy button for it, because when you if you get set up, if your employer is is, is offering it to you and you, you log on and you set it up online, and everything is a portal. You can just pick like the age you want a retirement, they literally have a, a plan where you can just say, okay, I, I, I want to, I'm 25 now and I retire when I'm 55 or 50. And you can pick that plan as a yeah. target and meaning they will take the funds that you contribute and they will invest it in the market accordingly to your plan. Right. And they put, they'll do different things. They'll, they'll they have different strategies to invest your money. Now, you can get granular, you can get in the weeds with it, you can go down the rabbit hole if you want with it and pick your own and 
to divide my contributions over these plans and Vanguard and EFTs and mutual funds and all the, the fancy things that no, but we don't even understand, right? You can do that if you're savvy. If you're savvy, you can do it. If you're not, you can just pick this target plan. Like, yep, I want to retire there. That's what it do. And then what the 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 record keeper is called, like a popular one now is Empower. Wells Fargo also has a product. But yeah. a lot of the big banks have these products as a 401k. ADP has their own 401k product. So I believe Paychex also another one. So anywho, what they do in the background is they will invest your money accordingly to that. Now, Another big, not only are you saving money, right, but a, a couple of other benefits to that is maybe your employer does a match, meaning, and they, they you know, employers kind of get a little, I, I don't, I don't want to say they play on, they play with the words, right? Because they'll say, okay, it's 2% up to the first 25% of the 50% of your first dollar. Like, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it's just, yeah. it's, it's. It, Instead of being straightforward, like, hey, we're just going to match, you know, X amount, right? They'll yep. say 50% up to the first 5%, you know. So whatever it is, right, what you want to mm. do is talk to your either your either the, rec, the 401k provider or your HR department to understand how you don't leave money on the table, right? So no. meaning if you do have a match, not all companies have to offer a match, by the way. If you do have a match... And the company does, let's say, 50% up to the first 5%, right? They play on the percentage, mm -hmm. right? And you do only 2% or 3%, you're leaving the other 2 or 3% on the table. You shouldn't, right? You should maximize their, con their match, right? Yep. If the employer has mm -hmm. a match, make sure you maximize their match. If not, yep. it is what it is. You can... You know, I still, I still, urge, I still urge people to do it because you started off the the show perfectly with this, with time, how quickly time yeah. goes, right? Yep. I I I see, and I mean, shoot, uh, I see folks stay at jobs five, ten years, and they never contributed their four hundred one k, and if mm -hmm. they had a match and all that, and they're like, you know how many, how much you would have had in five, ten years, even just doing twenty, thirty bucks a check. That would yep. have been a few thousand, like thousands and thousands of dollars because it's not only the flat money you're contributing, that money is being invested and it's growing inside the account. And if you have a match, that match is growing. It's adding on to it, right? So you shouldn't yeah. leave money on the table. It's, it's like you said. That's, that's one of the benefits. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. It's like, it's like you said, man. There's, it's never too late to start, right? The earlier, the better. Nope. But if you're like if you're around our age and are in your forties or whatever, and you haven't done four hundred one k, start now. Right? Start they, they, now. Said the they said the retired age has increased. It, it went from like sixty something to like almost seventy now. Right? So like it, it people, depends on how old you are. Yeah. Later. When you were born. Yeah. More, and people, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. more people are having to work longer. You know, in order to try to save yeah. up for retirement. Right? So start now. Invest in yourself. Go ahead. Here's here's another good call. I'm glad you said that because one, if you're in your 40s, right, you got at least another 20 years of working. At right? least. Still young. <laughs> 40s is still young. You have yes. at least another 20 years of working. Think about that, right? 20 years. So you can still do that million. 
right? Instead of 20 to 40, it's 40 to 60, unfortunately. Yep. And you mm-hmm. can still get to that million or millions. And here's here's another call out. After, I believe it's after 50 or 55, this is very regulated. You can look up these rules on the IRS and all that for 401k. Mm. After 50 or 55, you're allowed to contribute more, right? Yes. So let me backtrack. In 401k, you're limited to how much you can contribute every year because it's a pre-tax benefit. So what is that, Brian? Pre-tax benefit means, you know, we all pay taxes, right? And when we pay taxes we, in a W-2 environment, hey, sorry, my dog get crazy. And when we pay taxes in a W-2 environment, we're paying it every paycheck. Every paycheck, we're paying taxes. And then we go file and we reconcile that. We say, oh, you know, here's what you should have paid. You either pay more or get money back, right? What what pre-tax benefit does is it lowers the amount that we have to pay taxes on. So if yep. we got paid a thousand dollars in our check and we usually, you know, and we and now we have but now we have a 401k benefit of two hundred dollars coming out, you're only gonna pay taxes on eight hundred dollars for the federal government, not yep the full thousand. So that's the ben- that's the beauty of the pre-tax benefit. That's why employers don't have to give a, a match because they're already giving you a benefit. They're giving you access to lower your tax liability, right? Hey, and we talked yeah, about man. tax brackets in one of the shows, right? Mm-hmm. Right, you're thinking about it, right? And, and, and essentially, you can drop into a lower tax bracket if you maximize all of your pre-tax deductions, because it's not just sure. 401k, it's also medical, dental, and vision. And then there's a few other ones in there too that are also pre-tax. If you maximize all that and 401k, you lower your benefit. I've seen yeah. folks, 40s and their 50s, don't not donating, contributing their, their whole paycheck, trying check. to do 100% of their check, their yeah. entire check, right? Now, that, that doesn't, it doesn't work the way they think because... They have to do the taxes first, and that's more for the payroll side of the show. But it, point is, they're like putting it all. They're trying to get it all in there, and it's and it's and it could drop. It's, those folks are definitely dropping into lower tax brackets because they're put they're contributing as much as they possibly can. And again, after a certain age of fifty or fifty five, I think it is, you can tr- contribute more than what's allowed. So that's a huge benefit. And then after 59 and a half, and, and, and the, unless they've changed it, you can start withdrawing from that account tax-free. Well, no, I don't know about tax-free, but without penalty, right? Because, mm-hmm. because it's a retirement account, there are some penalties if you try to withdraw earlier. But the, the age is benefit, 50. 50, thank you. So after 50, you can contribute more. But then another benefit is... Yes, they penalize if you try to withdraw, but you can get loans on that money. So most most companies will allow you to lo- get loan because it's your money, right? So if you let's mm-hmm. say you've been there a bunch of years and you've amassed twenty thousand dollars, you know, mm-hmm. in your four hundred one k, you can you can get a loan for like ten, fifteen, and I think they allow up to like eighty percent of what your max of what your balance is. And guess what? Yeah. You're just paying yourself back. Right. Yep. So I, what I what I urge people to do there is if you get a loan, let's say you already have a 401k. Right. You know this, Brian, you ain't telling me nothing. No problem. 
Yep. Make sure you stay with your contribution, even when you're paying your loan back, right? Because you, you're, you're really maximizing those contributions. You're paying yourself back, but also contribute. Because what a lot of people do is you're allowed to stop contributing when you're repaying the loan back. But you're actually allowed to do both. So do both, right? And then there's another product that's associated with 401k. It's called a Roth. Some people call it a Roth 401k. Basically, it's an after-tax deduction and contribution to your account for growth. I, if you, that's a diversification. If you can do both, do both, right? Because that's going to help you because it taxes you now, but the Roth later doesn't tax you. Okay. For the 401k, it's a deferred tax. You're deferring your taxability till later. Roth, you're paying the tax now and it's no tax later. So if, look, if you're not in doing 401k yet, do the research, get into it, get, start investing. Remember, we're not telling you what to invest in, but we tell, go invest. It will change your life. It will change your thing. Walt is going to give us some stats around this and 401ks and some interesting things to make you think about, wow, shoot, I need to invest, right? Yep. Yep. Thanks for Thank that. Thank you, man. One thing before I go on, you did mention about yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. how employers uh, contribute. So I Googled it while you were talking, and a SHRM has yeah. an article out there, and they said that 92% of U.S. employers offer match. Wow, 92%? Yes. Holy cow. See, that's that's an incredible stat because – that kind of it, it's almost it almost kind of shames the employers that don't provide a match, <laughs> right? Because yeah. now now I'm gonna use like I got I need to keep that stat handy like ninety two percent shoot wow yeah that's good see so I most of y'all out there have match capability you you mm-hmm. have to take advantage go do go do take, take advantage of four one k leverage that that's free money man yep if you give three yep. percent and your yep. company matches up to three percent or six percent whatever it is like that's that's six percent or up to twelve percent that you can have a four hundred one k think about that if if it's ten percent ten percent of your pay if you make a hundred thousand dollars you know in a year that's ten k that you can have for that year put away. 10 10k yep. times 20 and, and that's that's Go it ahead. yeah and 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 it's not only that it's exponentially growing right because if the market is doing well and mm-hmm. if the, if you're at that if you do the 10k guess what you're only paying taxes on 90k a year right if that's your only pre-tax it could go even yep. lower if you leverage the other ones right yep. so now you you're that that's where the benefit is that's what folks are not that's what we you know especially well you know what it's changing I don't even, I'm not even going to say it, but not enough folks leverage, right? That just take advantage mm-hmm. of these opportunities, these benefits out there. 92% of companies are given match. No yep. excuse. Yes, sir. All right, man. So I'm going to give you some stats and trends that I got from 401kspecialistmag.com. And they were talking about six striking trends from a new Bank of America report. Now, this report, I think it was done in 2023, 2022. So just keep that in mind. Uh But I found it interesting, right? Fairly recent, though. Yeah. Yeah. So among the 401k plans, recorded and kept by Bank of America, 58 of all eligible employees participate. So think about that. A little bit more than half. 58% of all? Yeah, 58%. And so that included 62% of men, 
and 55% of women. So think about that. That gotcha. is saying that more men participate in 401k than women. Now, it's pretty close. It's like 7%, but... Yeah, still, slightly more, yeah. You know, slightly fair. more. Here's another interesting stat of the five that I have. Millennials are the least likely to participate in a 401k plan at 54%. And the, uh, of the millennials that do contribute, 70% of them contribute less than $5,000 annually, right? So for some wow. reason, millennials aren't, aren't, maybe that's because they're diversifying their their investments and not doing it maybe. for 401k and maybe yeah. putting it somewhere else. I don't know, but it's an interesting stat, right? And I wonder, I want to find out more about why that is. So in addition, oh, broke as hell. <laughs> yeah. in addition, only 4% of millennials are contributing the allowable max, which was 20, a little over 20,000 in 2022 compared to 12% of Gen X and 14% of boomers. So that speaks to some wage stuff and some, you know, maybe some inflation stuff, whatever it may be. I don't know all the factors. It didn't say, but you know, I find it interesting that millennials seem to be well, it's consistent, more, right? Because yeah, seventy, like we say, seventy percent of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. So these numbers yep. are con- consistent with that. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're not investing ag- aggressively, right? You're not yep. even thinking about it. You you're gonna be under the, the one of these people who are contributing less than five thousand a year, you know, and twenty yep. bucks a, a check maybe, and you're not really making that impact that you should. You're not hitting your limits when you get in, you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. So, and then here's another stat comparing men and women. So overall, men have fifty five percent more money in four hundred one k balances than women. So think about that. So they're saying basically men have over $30,000 more than women in their 401k. And that could be another show that speaks to the, the wage gap. And, you know, well, that speaks like to that. the wage gap. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We, we talked about it. That speaks to the wage gap. Yep. And that hopefully yep. will change in the, in the next 10 to 20 years. But here's another, here's an interesting stat, right? That I think it may be changing with Gen Z amongst the younger retirement savers in the workforce, Gen Z women which is up to the age of 26, have overtaken Gen Z men in total retirement savings with 3% higher account balances on average. So maybe that is like a shift that we're seeing, like where women are, yep. more women are getting paid more and earning more or equal or whatever. And so Gen Z is starting to shift that, right? So mm-hmm. all these older generations, they, they should be, yeah. yeah, What what's up? What would you say? Well, I was going to say the older generation should now, those older generations are actually pulling pulling from the accounts now. So, yeah, their mm-hmm. numbers are going to go down because they're living off of it now. That's good to see, though, that young women are, are, are the, the Gen Z are, are being more aggressive. And I think that's, you know, I was going to say something earlier and I stopped myself like, oh, you know, because black and brown, we don't know enough and we're not investing. It's not true anymore. Right, right now, I've seen more you know black and brown folks young folks being interested in investing and savvy than i've ever seen before right so i that's why i stopped myself because i'm like you know what that's not true anymore i think we you know because of the the information age we've caught we've closed that gap and now 
we are investing. We are using the Robin Hoods of of apps and, you know, rocket money and all these savvy nerd wallet and all these things, listening to podcasts and learning, right? My daughter's only 20, right? Remember she was on the show, she was talking about she wants to get a financial advisor and all that stuff. Like she's, you know, so it's definitely, I love to see that at the younger, because that's where you really make your impact with investment and financial wellness is starting it young, right? I didn't have that guidance young, man. I I messed up my credit young and didn't know about, you know, blew it all, right? Like I didn't have that guidance and it took me a while to kind of teach myself. And then it takes a while to implement the discipline to actually do these things because knowing is not doing, right? So we can do the know things all, oh yeah, I know a billion things. But if you're not doing it, then it's not change, right? Change isn't change until you change. Yes, sir. So, but so I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that young folks are making a difference. I love that too, man. So what that means to me is that the generations have been teaching their kids like, hey, you need to be prepared because I wasn't prepared. Hopefully, yeah. Prepared. And they're just kind of passing Work. that down. That's kind of what I think about. And then yeah. my last stat here. Or they're seeing their parents broke as hell. Sorry. Yeah, they, they're seeing the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> They're seeing the yes. show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For those of you listening, you may be thinking about investing and you've seen your, you're seeing your parents struggle now or, you know, you, they're, they're going yep. through and you've seen them like, hey, I don't want to go through that. So let me prepare myself better. Yep. You you investing in 401k, investing in whatever, like that's going to help towards your retirement. Like you have to start now. Start now. Yep. Um, so the last that I have before we get into our safe talk and close the episode is Employee participation rates more than doubled when plans have an auto enrollment feature. Bank of America found ah. that 84% of employees participate in 401k when it has auto enrollment, while only 37% of employees participate in plans without auto enrollment. So like when the company offers like, hey, we're going to auto enroll yeah. you in it, the employees are just like, okay, cool. Yep. Just leave it like it is. That's fine. I need to do it anyway. But yeah, it, it seems like yeah. when, when that's not that, we're employees. That's a big drop, man. Think about that. 84% compared yeah, to 37%. Yeah, 50-something. Yeah. 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 It's huge. That's, that's, that's 47%. It's almost huge. 50%. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's, that's a huge, um, a huge yeah. drop, man. So, like, th- like that, that means employees aren't opting in, like, to 401k. I, I want to kind of understand the the mental behind it of why that is. Like why I, I could people... tell you a few things. Okay, go ahead. Well, you could I mean you could and think of you right what 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 would you think because shoot, ask yourself now, are you contributing to 401k plan at your job? Right? Mm-hmm. And if, mm-hmm. if the answer is no, why not? So those are the some mm-hmm. of the reasons, right? Like I think for me I've convinced myself at times, oh, well, if they don't have a match, then I'm just, I can invest. I said that. You know what I mean? I said that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's the wrong attitude because you should, you should do something because if you set it and forget it, right. And that's why the auto enrollment has such increased participation because you're like, all right, you know what? Yeah, I'll do 10, two, because they start you low and you do auto enrollment, right? So, yeah. So I've been a plan administrator for a long time on that side. So we often start the employees low, 1%, 2%, 3%. And then it's an auto escalation as well. It auto go, it go increases over the years automatically. So to get you mm-hmm. more aggressively in, but 
But uh, uh, folks, uh, that's what I meant to say. Just because it's auto enrollment, it's not mandate. So usually your company upon new hire, they'll tell you, hey, if you don't opt out, this is going to auto enroll you in. You got to opt out yep. by this day. If not, your first paycheck is going to have 401k deduction. And it's not a bad thing, right? You should let it happen. And the numbers speak to it. 84% of employees participate in 401k when it has auto enrollment. So that the numbers speak to it. So, but again, it's not mandate. You can come out of it. It's not a bad thing. I think, I think sometimes companies don't have, to answer your question, well, I think some of the mm-hmm. companies don't have a good, a possible reason is not good awareness. Sometimes you get hired and you don't even know the company has, you don't even know they have 401k. Right. Yeah. They don't, if they yeah. don't do a good job of keeping it in your face, then and if they don't have order enrollment, that that's why ah. people don't even know. Then think about also the demographic now or not demographic, but the the way work is changing with the gig economy. And, yes, you know, bro. there's mm-hmm. a lot more freelancing and things like that, where maybe you're not actually offering 401k to these folks and they don't qualify for it so that that there's other issues there, there's things there I, I mean I, I guess that doesn't speak to why they wouldn't contribute but yeah i mean it, ignorance honestly that's it, it from and, and ignorant doesn't mean stupid ignorance is like you don't know that it's good for you you don't know you know that the company has it or whatever so or you just broke like like when you live in paycheck to paycheck it's tough to, <laughs> yeah, bro. to to yeah it's tough to actively go reduce your paycheck your net income like and and yeah, pre-tax bro. or not you're not thinking about that right it's just yeah as we near the end of this episode we like to extend our heartfelt gratitude to you for listening before we sign off here are a couple of quick things don't forget to follow it's about payroll on linkedin and it's about your paycheck on facebook and tiktok We love engaging with our audience and you'll be able to receive exclusive updates and behind the scenes content. Thank you for being a part of our payroll community and thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going. So I think that's a great segue into our safe talk. And um, we got two for you. you (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. So So you want to do the first one and I do the second one? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay, we we try to talk about something that is, I don't know, it's just little that might be uncomfortable, or it's a, so it's a, we create a safe place that we could talk about these things. No judgment, no nothing. And the first question is: Do you believe that four hundred one k plans are sufficient for retirement savings, or should there be some additional government mandated retirement benefits to ensure financial security for all employees? Well, there there. There is. It's called Social Security. But Social Security is often rumored to be not enough for us. And there's a whole controversy around Social Security because I know when I retire, if I don't get my Social Security, I'm going, it's going to be, I'm, I'm not even, I can't even say on air on, on this, what I would, <laughs> how mad I would be, you know what I mean? Because that's yeah, my man. money. They're taking our money and holding it for us, right? If we could probably do a whole, I mean, I think we did talk about Social Security, one of we the did. first five shows we did. Yeah. And yeah, just did. to recap it, Social Security is like a retirement savings account for us. Right. And and yes, I know we did. So and if you don't know, folks, if you go to the Social Security website, 
you can create an account and log in and look at your account and look at your money and look at how much is there now. And it also yep. tells you, it also tells you like what your projected payout is. And I think, it, I think they do it a few ways. Like, okay, if you retired now, this is what you would get. You know, if you retire yep. when your, your retirement age comes, this is what you're projected to get stuff like that. So yep. don't feel like, yep. oh, this social security, where's my money? You can go and look at it. Okay. Yep. Go to don't know social that, security go and look at. Yep. SSA.gov. SSA.gov. Yep. So that is the mandated retirement benefit plan, but that shouldn't be all you get, right? You should mm. also invest somehow, right? That keep diversifying. So that's one that's mandated, but it's also only if you're a W two employee. If you're a gig uh-huh. worker, right? Now you're you, when you file ten ninety nine at the end of, at, the, at the end of the year, they do. You, I, think, I believe you still contribute to it, but it may not be in a you know as much as you would. Right. Because mm-hmm. as 1099s, we get to write a lot off and, you know, then you end up contributing a lot less than you would have because of your expenses. So, yes. you know, factor that in, think that out. Beyond that, is it is it is it is it sufficient for retirement alone? No, you need to yeah. diversify. You need Social Security, you need 401k, you need something else, you know, save basic savings. You know, if you're not a risk taker, if you are invest in the market on your own for like through a Robin hood type of account. So let me ask you, say? let me ask you this before we go to the, the second question that we have, cause we're doing, mm-hmm. two, doing a two for today to end the second the leap year of yes. So we're doing two, a two for today. Right. And so, it's a leap year. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, a leap year too. So yeah. Uh, so do you think I'm going to change the question here a little bit? Do you think that the government is doing enough with social security or should there be more to that like that the government puts away like should the government say like hey we're we're gonna match what you put away you know the, yeah there is an employer match to the social security and the, you know and medicare but i you know i don't know and it's arguable man you know i don't know because we get into to politics and what the government should and shouldn't be doing for us. You know, the, the conversation around social security kind of is like, Oh, it, it, it should be privatized. It should be kind of like a 401k thing where we can pick where that money is going and how it's being invested instead of the government really makes the choice. Right. And they, they're, they're mm-hmm. using it. Yeah. And no, I I don't know, man, it's a good, it's a, it's a, there's a good questions and good things to think about because it, there is no right or wrong answer. What do you think? So I think that the government could definitely do more, especially since all the taxes and stuff that people pay, like it, it may be, it may be prudent. Like, so imagine if you had the option when you file your taxes, instead of getting your refund, you can put that towards your retirement or you could so, something like, like adding some incentive. You can do what you want with it. Right. If you get your money, get yeah. it back or whatever. Right. But you know, you, instead of going through that loophole, government sends me the money and then I have to go and invest it in here and there might be fees with it or whatever. I don't know how that would be, but maybe something, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. different. Yes. I think the government could do a little bit more to take care of the American people. Yes. I Now do I have Got an it. answer for what that is? No, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, know what that is, but it could look so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah agreed. So agreed. second question. All right, take us to the second one. 
Is it discriminatory for companies to exclude part-time and contract workers? Because Brian was just speaking about contract workers, 1099 from participating in their 401k plans and should there be regulations to address this issue? What do you think? think? Oh, okay. So I think, I think that they should be able to, do I think it's discriminatory? I I think that's, I I don't think it is. I think that's just the way the rules have been made. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll tell you why too, but I want you know, but, but I think that we could do more, to offer them a different, maybe a different kind of solution for those kinds of workers, right? So maybe we could have something that works a different way for them, but I don't think it's discriminatory. No. What about you? Yeah, it's not discriminatory. And the reason why we exclude part-time and contract workers is because of the, 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 the timing of them all. And it's, and it's, it's, how can I say? the temporariness of it, meaning 401k is a long-time solution, is a long-term solution. Your part-time employees and your contract workers are usually short-lived. They're not there long, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're salaried part-time and, you know, you have some type of thing like that, but, and, and in which case you probably would be eligible. Some plans do make part-timers eligible. Not, not all plans exclude yep. part-timers. So, you know, but when the plans exclude them, it's, it's because of that. It's because you're probably not going to be here long, you know, think, think like a part-time college student working at a, a retail outlet during the Christmas break and during the summers, like they're, they're not there consistently enough to contribute and to actually make impact. They should have a product on their own. To your point, I like that idea, like, oh, we should guide them into something else, but Guiding should be something that they can maintain on their own outside of the job, like outside of their because think because remember, this 401k deductions are happening through payroll, right? They're yeah. deducting out of your paycheck and they're yeah. being, they're funding your. So if you're not getting a paycheck, then you're not funding it. You know what I mean? But yeah. I like that idea. It's like maybe maybe like, you know, you, we can companies can partner with a with a, a financial institution to say, hey, I'm going to push all my gig workers and my part time yeah. workers to your product. So yeah. that they can in, invest and save, and maybe give yeah. them give them some type of deal, like oh yeah. wait, because they came through us and because they were our employee, hey, here, here's like a that's a great idea, man. Here, here's like a, 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 a something to get you started because oh, I, yep. I worked with this company in the summer and they gave me a hundred dollars in my four hundred one k account or my oh, IRA something. account to get me started. Something, boom, something, bro. And and every summer I get a hundred bucks in that account and something like that, where it's not coming through the paycheck. It just funds you fund it on behalf of great idea. Look at that. Walt is just saved financial stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's a, that's a, no, that's a really good idea. So anywho, so that's why it's not discriminatory because they're not saying Mm -hmm. you're bad, you know, you're, you're, you're whatever you're, different you can't do this they're just saying look you're not going to be here long enough to actually Mm -hmm. make an impact you should go and do it on your own right an ira or something so yeah it's 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 not discriminatory and some companies do include all people all folk all type of employees it just depends you know at the end of the day for me it's empower yourself invest in yourself and you know we we got into a, a debate one time about Oh, it was education. I ha- I got Walt w- worked up one day 
about education. And he's like, well, some people can't afford it, Brian. And I was like, no, you can't afford not to, right? Mm -hmm. You can't afford not to, because we were talking about spending. And I think it was on this show, right? We were talking about spending habits. And we were talking about how people, you know, spend and and the different and we should we should kind of do that periodically, talk about what what people are spending money on. Like, right. That would mm-hmm. be a good stat for for this show is to constantly mm-hmm. talk about what people are spending their money on. And then <laughs> and that's where I got I, I came back at him and I was like, well, no, because you're spent. What did what it was like something like retail or clothing or some crap. Entertainment. You know? entertainment. I was like, all they entertainment. All you got to do is spend less on that and more on self-improvement. And I'm not saying it has to be college. I'm going on a tangent now because now I want to talk about it again. I'm not (laughs) saying it's it's college or it has to be (laughs) these things, right? Because think about it. Look at at LinkedIn, who it used to be lynda.com. And that's a great story, by the way, to go see how lynda.com started. LinkedIn bought lynda.com. And and now LinkedIn learning is it. But for 20, 30 bucks a month, you have access to thousands of classes, thousands of, of, of courses that you can improve your skill set for. And I bet there's yep. AI things right now, right? Yep. Machine learning and AI stuff that are, that's there right now. So anywho, my, my point is we can't afford not to keep self-improving. We can't afford not to save and invest in our futures. So I'll leave yep. you at, at I'll leave the leave it at that, right? We can't afford not to do these things. We have to make that a priority. Yep. Well, I, I and that's agree, why we man. do this show. Yep. Right? It's so important to us that we're like, hey, it's about your paycheck. And you know, this is the first step in financial wellness and your only stop for employee information. So keep yep. coming back, keep listening, keep growing with us, keep learning with us. If there's some stuff that you want to share, let us know. Reach out. We're on LinkedIn. It's about your payroll. It's about payroll. Now I, now I get the two shows confused. It's about payroll is the LinkedIn page. You can, you can reach out to us. We're on Facebook for It's About Your Paycheck. Reach out. Reach out. What do you guys want to talk about? What do you want to learn about? And we'll bring yep. it to the show. Yep. Let's do it, man. You got anything, and, uh, any closing remarks, sir? Yeah. Be sure to sign up for your Social Security information go to ssa.gov make sure that you do that it's going to show you different things they're being transparent like i just went on mine now and it says what my Mm -hmm. full monthly benefit will be at the the retirement age of 67 but it also pushes pushes it to my 70 my age 70 Mm -hmm. and and it says something about delayed there so that's interesting so you might want to educate yourself on social security so yes who knows what that means so just a fun fact (laughs) and when you look there there's a minimum age too right that 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 you can start taking it out but you like right like my when my mom retired she was like oh if i wait three more years i can get two hundred dollars or a hundred dollars more and i was like nah the hell with that retire now be done she was already she was a nurse 47 years like be done you're done you know yeah so there's a trade-off. Yeah. But again, the point is you can go and see your account, folks. Like I don't I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of I don't think enough people know that. Nope. Thank you. A lot Thank of people you for don't know that. Out. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, folks. Yeah. Be sure to tune right. in next week. Till the next we're gonna, time. We're gonna drop in a, a true payroll crime story. Hospital. There was a cyber attack on some hospitals, so make sure you tune in next week. We're gonna talk about that. Absolutely. Good one.
looking forward to that. Thank you, folks. All we right, love man. you. Peace.